The Fabulous 413 podcast is funded by Northeast Solar, homegrown in Hatfield, Massachusetts, and providing energy savings for their customers for over 10 years. Learn more at northeast-solar.com. Welcome to the Fabulous 413. I'm Khalees Smith. Monty is currently living his best second line in New Orleans. And yes, he has been given a list of places to go. And no, none of them are in the French Quarter. Coming up on today's show, we'll bring new challenges to the Wine Thunderdome when we have the team at State Street Deli Wine and Spirits pair wine with an appetizer that we bring to them, and we'll see what their choices, which of their choices suits it best. And it's Bandcamp Friday along with being Live Music Friday, so we'll have two artists coming in the area to perform on the show today, including Priya Darshini, who brings her blend of classical Indian music with jazz and more to the Academy of Music on Saturday. But right now, we're joined by Afro-Colombian punk trio La Perla. Hailing from Bogota, Colombia, Diana San Miguel, Giovanna Mogollon, and Karen Forero have played together since 2014 and are a one-of-a-kind vocal and drum trio with powerful lyricism, charged lyrics, and a cross-pollinated expression of Latin American genres such as cumbia, purequeñe, merengue, gaita, gracias, and more. They are a trio of researchers, singers, and instrumentalists focused on the traditional music heritage of the Colombian Caribbean. In 2015, they won first prize for the Festival de Galletas de Ovejas, (laughs) a legendary Gaita contest festival in Sucre, Colombia, that had never been awarded to a band from Bogota and was being awarded for only the second time to women. Yeah, That is crazy, (laughs) but also awesome. (laughs) And their album... Um, Callejera came out in 2022. Tonight at City Space in East Hampton, they'll be playing a show as part of Secret Planet series of shows opening up for them or some DJs from Peace and Rhythm and Gaia Roots. And we are so, so lucky to have them in studio right now. Thank you for coming, La Perla. Thank you. Thank you 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 so much. No problem. You want to start with a song? Yeah. Fantastic. Lucero ya 
Camille, Libardo, Ramón, Mari, Carmen, Lucy, Leonel, Altalón, Rosalba, que era la vecina de enfrente, también la callaron. País indolente, Guayao lloró, la muerte llegó, disparo le dio, la sangre corrió, Guayao lloró, la muerte llegó, disparo le dio, la sangre corrió. La calle está que arde, la gente está caliente, la casa se nos cae, miremos de frente. Ya no hay cuerpo que aguante, la gente está caliente, peleando con los dientes, la calle está que arde. Ya no hay cuerpo que aguante, la gente está caliente, peleando con los dientes, la calle está que arde. So good! Ah! The one thing that's hard about doing this by myself is that I just want to cheer and usually Monty jumps in and is like, that was La Perla being absolutely awesome in studio and I have to remember to do that. Oh my gosh, that was so fantastic. <laughs> so After much. watching videos and hearing that on your album, it's like even better to see it live. So again, we're encouraging you to go see them in East Hampton. What is the music scene like in Bogota? Oof, it's very rich. <laughs> it's beautiful. There is a lot of musicians, a lot of researchers that bring the traditional music to the new scene of the music, new Colombians music or nuevas <laughs> músicas colombianas. Uh, there is um, like a treasure because there is a lot of m movement and the industry is not so big, but the potential that we have and the musicians that we have and the quality of the music that uh, brings the, that born in Colombia, it's amazing. It's awesome. That really, is so, really good. so, so, so cool. And the instrumentation that you have here, I've read and I'm not as well versed as I should be, but you're kind of reclaiming instruments that traditionally get played by men often. It's going to be seen by the fact that you're only the second group of women to win this award. Is that reclamation kind of part of the belonging that you said this album really means? It's part of that. Uh, um, currently, there is more and more women playing this music. In the past, uh, was really weird, really strange, really. Exist <laughs> <laughs> some some girls in the Palenque. Mm -hmm. This that is the the first uh, Afro town free in Latin America. They play. Uh, they have a, a family called Batata, and she exists a a girl named um, Graciela Salgado, and she played the the drum really strong, really good, and some girls but right now exist more and more and more and yeah, more. in the past wasn't very common to yeah. see women playing but some some special cases with the dynasty you know but mm. but no it was really normal mm. and and now there is a lot and more each time you know right right Your music seems like a tour through all of South America and like the Caribbean. Is there a style that you feel most comfortable with? Yeah. 
Our, our influence, we we born in, in Bogota, that's a, a really cosmopolitan uh, city. We grow up uh, listening to rock, uh, punk, uh, hip hop, I don't know, the different styles. So we don't born on the Caribbean coast. So we play this uh, uh, traditional drums from our uh, Afro-African heritage in Bogota. So it's really different play this drum in Bogota, I play in the Caribbean coast. So <laughs> that style is really unique and we aspire to, uh, a lot uh, in the different routes from Latin America, the merengue, the festejo peruano, I don't know, the cumbia in Mexico, mm. la samba. Yes, we love the, the great Caribe, <laughs> but we love too the, the urban movement, the hip hop, the beatbox, the rap, the, you know, the yeah. urban, the street but stuff. Yes. So we need to, to, to say that and we, we want to, to mix that and express our concerns in our music. Yeah, and you definitely do. And I have done this in the way that I usually do, which is go straight to how the music is made because I like hearing about process, but... How did you form as a group? In 2014, uh, Karen uh, had the idea to, to go to Ovejas Festival, the, the Gaita Festival. Gaita is a flute, really traditional from our uh, indigenous heritage. So uh, Guy, uh, Karen said us, uh, come on girls to uh, play the, and the festival. And the next time in 2015, we won that, uh, that uh, festival. So was was super crazy and really cool to us because uh, the the that the win that prize uh, will be uh, I don't know an object for to play more together and create uh, start to create uh, our music. Really, really cool. And again, like your sound is so like it's fascinating. It's so cool to get that much sound out of just drums and vocals Thank and you. and flute too because you do play gaita on yeah. on, on the several, show yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like so you're touring well not necessarily touring touring but you're playing with uh son rompepera who have been in the area a bunch of, like what's it like to play on the same bill like you have some similarities to your music because you're both cumbia based yeah but like do you get inspiration from playing alongside somebody who is rooted in what you do but does it differently? I think that we we have very common style because mm -hmm. we are like a cumbia but with the punk attitude but but I think that this a casualty <laughs> yeah I think it's a casualty yeah, because because when we met with, with when we met them they 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 ha they had a, a lot of time doing that and, mm -hmm. and we too <laughs> was like we we make a instantaneous connection you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> was, and we are really close we are really friends we have a song together that was released in their album and we are we are planning to do more music together and to play with them is so so high so so energy <laughs> yeah they they are really strong with the percussion and the voices too so it's cool to mix it up with they because uh i don't know we will be more strong together <laughs> yeah. yeah i have a weird question having seen them twice have you seen a show where they keep their clothes on the whole time <laughs> never no no I don't think so it's a lot of physical activity yeah 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 it's, it's like a gym yeah, I know. We, we should do this I want to do it really 
I want to do it. And I'm mad at the rules that say that we can't or that we'll end up in, in terrible places because of it. Well, uh, La Perla plays in East Hampton tonight at City Space yeah. um, with... DJs from Peace and Rhythm opening up and Gaia Roots is going to be a great time. Doors open at 7. Let's hear one more song to get their appetites wet. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, let's play Bruja. Please come to come dance tonight. tonight. <laughs> come tonight. Allá la querían baja tumba, la querían baja tumba, la querían baja tumba, tumba, tumba. Por todo lo que sabía. La querían bajar, tumba, la querían bajar, tumba, la querían bajar, tumba, 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 tumba. Porque hacía lo que quería. La querían bajar, tumba, la querían bajar, tumba, la querían bajar, tumba, 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 tumba. Hey. Porque salía de noche, por cómo se vestía, porque fumaba hierba, ya nadie obedecía, porque tomaba trago, bailaba todo el día, por puta, por monja, por fea, la bruja mamá mi me decían la bruja Salía de noche por cómo se vestía, porque fumaba hierba, ya nadie obedecía, porque tomaba trago, bailaba todo el día, por puta, por monja, por fea, bandida. Taking the stage at City Space at 7. La Bruja, perfect song for this time of year. Have to call attention to your absolutely fantastic, <laughs> fantastic shirt, Giovanna. <laughs> but thank you to Karen. 
Thank and Diana you. and Giovanna Thank for you. coming in before they take the stage at East Hampton. You can also find their album, Cayadera, on um, Bandcamp. Go yeah. get it. It's Bandcamp Friday. Go yeah. support them and yes. go out and dance in East Hampton this afternoon. Come tonight. <laughs> <laughs> dance, dance, yes. dance. The whole thing starts at 7. You can get their album on Bandcamp. Later in the show, more music when Priya Darshina joins us. But up next, we head to State Street Deli Wine and Spirits for a Thunderdome where we make the folks there pair wine with food I made from a dream that I had. No, that is not hyperbole. You're listening to The Fabulous 413 on 88.5 NEPM. Khalees, you're getting all chefy. Yes, sorry. My initial question was uh, about what we're trying to pair with today, and I, I wondered if you guys were just deliberately trying to come up with something really difficult. <laughs> but it turns out that you're actually planning on serving this for Thanksgiving. I'm probably going to be serving this for Thanksgiving. So this is actually really great this because you test. might yeah. want to yeah. have some wine to go with it. The challenge today in the Wine Thunderdome before we go down deep below State Street Fruit Store Deli Wines and Spirits in Northampton, we are at the tasting counter where Khalees is getting all chefy. We had mentioned the last time we were here, wouldn't it be fun if we surprised you with some dish, like a customer might, might come and do yeah. and say, I'm making this for Thanksgiving, what wine pairs with it? And so that is the challenge that we've got today. And Khalees, while you get all chefy and dress this up, Tell us what it is that you've created. So You're pouring regatta cheese out of a plastic bag. Looks like regatta cheese in a plastic bag, if you know what I'm saying. It's a dip. I am always on the look for like appetizer-y things because Thanksgiving's never ready on time. This is ricotta spread uh, with preserved lemon and mint, honey nut squash that's been cooked in caramel on top Ooh. of it with a little berbera but I had problems with my Berbera this morning. I'm my own Berbera yeah. because I don't yeah. have hair. Does that require a doctor? I don't know. <laughs> the real fun is discovering you don't have fenugreek in your house at eight o'clock in the morning when you're making Berbera from I, scratch. Now you're just making words up. Yeah. I am not making up what words from fenugreek? scratch. Fenugreek is a spice that you find a lot in Middle Eastern food mm -hmm. and, and in yeah. India, like yeah. Northern Africa. It, it, th it looks like a little bean. Berbera is an Ethiopian spice mix. I just wanted to do something cool, and it seemed like this would be cool, and also I kind of low-key had a dream about it. Anyway, I have dreams about food, and then I go out and make it. We get customers all the time that do this to us, that they come in and they say, this is what I'm making, what would you suggest? And so we'll ask very specific questions, especially when it's things we don't know. So Berbera is a very specific set of spices, from what I understand now. And so you start looking at all those spices. So the next question for... Khalees would be, well, how spicy is it actually? Not very. It's not like harissa. That's specifically using hot peppers. Berbera is more flavor-based. It's pretty much in between like curry, garam masala, in that vein of things. Not spicy. It's got pepper flavor, but not... Right. So like not a, really, a really balanced spice that isn't, isn't meant to build a fire in your stomach. Yes. No, but it's not not spicy either. Well, For like, people that are not used to eating spice, they might think it is spicy. I mean, I There's guess. a bunch of babies. Yeah, yeah that, right. they are babies. They're babies. Don't be afraid of spicy foods, folks. Spice, well, yeah, spice, it is spices. The I mean, spice you, you went off, you got ships, you colonized all these lands looking for spices, and now you're not going to use them? <laughs> That's so true. Let's 
grab our wine. We'll pause okay. here and we'll go downstairs. Yeah. Into the wine bunker, deep below State Street, fruit store, deli wines and spirits for the wine Thunderdome. That customer had a shirt on that said a film by Nora Ephron and that's a cool shirt. Aww. Welcome to Northampton. All right, we are officially in the wine bunker, birthplace of the wine Thunderdome. Two wines enter, one wine leaves. Still the place where I think it evolves the fastest. <laughs> yeah. Or it evolves. It's the, it's the incubator. It's the Petri dish of all the ideas. Yes. And food has been introduced uh, many times here, but this is Khaleesi's food. What is the name of this recipe? Does it have a name? No, I was just trying to come up with canapes. <laughs> Ricotta spread with preserved lemon and mint and honey nut squash caramelized with Berberis spice. And you dreamed this recipe up? I had a dream about this, yes. <laughs> I want a cookbook of Khaleesi's dreams. Yeah, my dreams are like anxiety dreams. Like Mine I'm still too. back in high school, like why do my clothes keep falling off? I hate this or whatever. <laughs> I had a dream that I was impersonating Rolf from The Muppet Show, oh. singing him Have Yourself a Merry Little that's Christmas. A great dream. At the counter of the new record store on Avenue A in Turner's Falls. And I started to cry in front of the guy who owns the record store about how beautiful this is and how much he sounds like Tom Waits. <laughs> Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Real dream. I want that dream. My dreams suck. Yeah, I have dreams about food and then I go out and try to make it. Two wines. Yeah. Did each of you pick one wine each? So are we really pitting the wine son from State Street versus the Yankee Sippa from State Street? Or is this a corporate decision on two wines? I think it was a corporate decision. We, we Too bad. That's a great show for next time. Yeah. yeah. What was the decision on the two wines? to pair with Khaleesi's canapes. Khaleesi's dream canapes. Yeah, I'm not gonna call it that at Thanksgiving. <laughs> so this is a common argument we have amongst ourselves about like spicy food, say. Do you go with red wine that shows some spiciness itself? Or do you go with white wine that shows some sweetness or maybe some acidity to take away you know the fattiness or the, the spiciness of the food we both pretty quickly agreed on white wine one of them is a wine nobody's ever heard of and one of them is a wine that everybody tries to tell us they don't like uh-huh. <laughs> so That's what exciting. what is the wine nobody has ever heard of it's punta crena it's mas matasso is how you pronounce it i believe colina savonese so this is a ligurian wine so liguria is in the coast of italy um if you drive do if you live in torino or milan and you're like, I want to go to the beach. You drive like an hour, an hour and a half south, and you are in Liguria. Which is the home of the liger. What's a liger? It's pretty much my favorite animal. It's like a lion and a tiger mixed. Redford's skills and magic. So uh, Matoso is the grape. This is a really interesting wine. Again, you no one has probably ever had this wine unless you live in Liguria. Or if you shop at State Street. Yes, right? if you shop at State Street. And we try to tell you, drink this, put that Pinot Grigio down and try something new. My sister-in-law texted me last week and was like, my friend loves wine. What type of Pinot Grigio should I get? And None. I was like, no type. You should write, your friend does not love wine. <laughs> I said, find a Gavi to Gavi and tell them that they should up their game. What is the second wine that everybody knows but thinks that they don't like? It is a late harvest Riesling, uh, specifically an Auslese, which I know Ooh. you know how to climb the ladder, Monty. Go ahead. Auslese. Baron Auslese. Trocken Baron Auslese. Well, first it's, t- it's Tafel wine, Cabinet. There it is. Auslese. Yeah. Oh, you're skipping one between cabinet yep. and auslese. Cabinet. Spate. Spate Lisa, Spate Lisa, 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 Lisa. Baron Auslese, Trocken Baron Auslese. Yeah, I've never had a Tr
That's because it would cost a mortgage. Which one are we having again? Uh, Auslesa? Auslesa Riesling, yeah. So, so it's, it's like level two on the sweetness scale. Exactly. So yeah. the, the idea with uh, the late harvest Rieslings is the uh, Botrytis or Noble Rot starts to take place on the vine. It's my band name. <laughs> noble Rot. Yeah. Excellent! So as you move further and further into October, the level of... Ripening. Rot, yeah, ripe, rot, ripening or rot on the vine gets higher and higher. So the later that you harvest, uh, you have more sugars already been converted, yeah. so it gets more and more concentrated. Yeah. Uh, so the residual sugar gets higher, but also the acidity gets higher. So this is actually a much more balanced wine than people are willing and to. And they also tend give to be a little bit for. lower in alcohol. Yeah. Because the sugar has already been converted. So. Sweet yeah. wine can be gross, but if sweet wine plus acidity, like in most yeah. good oh, Rieslings, yeah. happens, it <laughs> it is the the greatest yeah, wine it's, experience. It's like most things; you need to have balance. You yeah. know, um, no one wants a sugar bomb, and no one wants an acid bomb. <clears throat> Pinot Grigio. Anyway, so that's why we have some other stuff going on here. Should okay. we start with the food? That's yeah, the real. Maybe... Put the food in. Put the food Put in the, the mouth. In. <laughs> Put the food in the mouth hole. Oh. Smell and taste. I love the smell of this wine. Oh. Funky lemon. Golden straw in a glass. And yeah. has, there's a little bit of a cider quality to this. Yep, for sure. I just said that like Janice from the Muppet oh, Show. For sure, man. For sure, man. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Did you see Mayhem, the new Muppet TV show? It's actually really good. Okay, that works a little better though. Consuming Khalees' dream canapé. There are some solid flavors going on with this. This is really good, Khalees. And I like that the bread that you made um, is hard. It's still like, it's like a hard cracker, so it holds up to all of the moisture. Yes, I said moisture. Um, it's so moist. It's so moist. No, I, that word I don't like. I can handle yeah, moisture. Moisture but is fine. Yeah. The sweetness of this and the salinity and the sort of cider quality of this one are r- working really well together. I think the canapé makes the wine less lemon forward yes. it, t- it brings the fruitiness of the lemon down a little bit and almost the bitterness of the lemon out a little bit more i really like the way these are going together mm-hmm. and it's not for the reasons i expected to i expected to have more spice here and less fruit here but the salinity that i had forgotten about from the wine is actually really matching up really well with the yeah. canapé and you were worried about too much salt in the canapé yeah just because i had a little accident with the preserved lemon brine when i was making it <sighs> things things happen in the kitchen sometimes i'm opening the second wine because i want a second canapé yeah police <laughs> made plenty i made oh. enough these are really good yeah they are yeah, very very good, good. this is going to be a, a hit at thanksgiving i hope so one thing about riesling especially the higher up that German ladder uh, you go is the more expensive they usually become. And the smaller the bottles are, if you want to keep them more expensive. So this is a a half bottle that we're drinking this from right now. That's right. right. This is a half bottle, but actually still very reasonably priced. This is from Gunther Steinmetz, and it is the Kastener Pollensberg Riesling Auslese. Also, side note, black winemaker. Oh. Nice! Gunther, I believe, is the husband and his wife. Uh, is a black woman. It's I don't even super grapefruity on the nose, and I love that. I don't even want to drink it because it's got my favorite Riesling it thing. It smells like diesel. 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 Get to the chopper! You think that you don't like the smell of diesel in your glass, but remember when you were a kid yeah. and you're in the back seat of the car and somebody was pumping gas and you could yeah. smell it? Ah, uh, brings me back. My grandfather's smoking a cigarette while yeah. pumping gas. No, uh, no seatbelts and no like seat belt. three <laughs> seats in a what row. What kind of world is it where three models can't have a gas fight? <laughs> Isn't there a blue steel Riesling? There's some steel Riesling. One look! Hansel. 
so hot right now. Absolutely. I just took a sip of this Riesling and the song, This Magic Moment, came into my head. Mm. I started to move my hips in a circular fashion. Oh. That's always a good sign with a wine. Oh. You know what is amazing? Usually there's a line, like a delineation point, where mm -hmm. you're like, oh, this I'm tasting the food. Now I'm tasting the wine. It morphs into each other. Mm -hmm. That is the best pairing that you can ever hope for. <laughs> two separate tastes, wow. two separate times, and then when they join in your mouth, they become wow. a third separate thing all of itself. I can't wait to try it. I just took a bit by the canopy. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I got a chill throughout my whole body. <laughs> this magic moment. So different and so new. I'm now angry that this is only a half bottle. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe how well those are together. Yeah. I don't think we even need to vote. But here's the thing. That, right, like, <laughs> but again, like when people talk about measling, I don't like sweet wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in between the, the indeterminate female voice of people who tell me they don't like things. Um, yeah. We'll call her Karen. Oh, you know, ugh, I don't like sweet wines. Yes, you do, Karen. You like sweet wines. You've just never had a good one. I'm sorry if Barbara at Book Club is making you drink the Yellowtail Moscato. Not my fault. Let's get you into something a little bit more palatable and sophisticated, which also doesn't have to cost a lot of money. The classic pairing is always sushi or Indian food, but there's a reason for that. There's like, a Riesling for there's that. There's a Riesling for that. <laughs> but like even um, people get takeout from next door. The India get, House. The India House, which is wonderful. And they come over and like, what should I have with this? And there's like so many options. And so like if you have something like really good spicy curry and some of these flavors, are similar to yeah. curry definitely yeah. you know they, it just works so well so don't be afraid of like you, you don't dislike sweet wines you just haven't had one that's going to work with you i let the sugar burn a little bit because i wanted a little bit of that bitterness and like the sweetness of this just like it ends up get, becoming like incredibly clear like it doesn't double down like it it really blends so well that's the reason why you often put salt in caramel too mm -hmm. you know so it brings out that that flavor and i think that I love this Italian wine, and I know like we're supposed to vote, but I don't know if there's much hope for that Italian wine right now in my world. It goes very well, it but goes, like we, I vote that Kalisto has to make all the food for our upcoming. Place. You have time for that, right? <laughs> I mean, I make time. Cooking is genuinely like meditation for me. Yeah. So cooking to me is an, a disaster. Yeah, so. I love coming home after work and cooking. It's like my favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's my decompression time. I do put on NEPM, just so you know. <laughs> I, I do, Shameless I plug. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. But I do. I come home. I pour myself a glass of wine. I turn on the news so I can deal with the news. And then I start cooking. It's like, it's my hour to myself. It's super important that people do that. Well, now you can make these canapes. I might, but I definitely won't make them this good. I mean, this is delicious. And now you know what to pair with it. Mm -hmm. Not even a vote. I mean, it's a unanimous yeah, acclamation. Like, hang on. Like we're, whoever, like the same way the new Speaker back. of the House is going to be mm. acclaimed. Oh <laughs> Everyone's going to agree. Not even close. Yeah. Beyonce is oh. the new Speaker of the House. You know what? I would vote for her at this point. Honestly, huh? like she might do a better job than anybody who's been there so far. I saw, I saw. I hate to give the Matuoso short, such short shrift, but yeah. it's a great wine. It's a great wine. It doesn't it undo itself. Yes. <laughs> for our purposes in a Thunderdome today, oh, wow. the reason in the half bottle which is once again called Gunther Steinmetz it's an incredible wine on its own yeah. and it is the perfect melts, pairing with this it is perfect these wines are both winners but with 
Kalisa's dreamy canapes. The, the parameters that we set for ourselves in today's Thunderdome, clearly the Riesling is the, the winner. The Riesling just, it's like, yeah. yeah. Nice it, job, wine son. Nailed it. Hey, <laughs> We're all winners. Yeah. We're in Northampton. Thanks, yeah. thanks for taste testing my Thanksgiving dish. I appreciate the feedback. We don't need another one. Jesus, Monty, why'd you put that in there? <laughs> Coming up, more live music Friday with the genre-blending sounds of Priya Darshini, who make an appearance at the Academy of Music at 8 o'clock this Saturday. You're listening to The Fabulous 413 on 88.5 NAPM. Welcome back to The Fabulous 413. I'm Khalees Smith. It's Live Music Friday here on the show, and we've got a double dose today for Bandcamp Friday. Right now, in studio with me is Priya Darshini and an ensemble, <laughs> which is wicked cool. Taking her roots from Indian classical music, Priya's knowledge of music from all over the world has resulted in a fresh, imaginative, and fascinating new sound. Based out of Brooklyn, New York, Priya has sung for over 100 television and radio commercials, as well as recorded for several award-winning and chart-toppling movie soundtracks. She's also an actor, an ultramarathoner, an entrepreneur, an environmental advocate, and a lot of other really awesome things. Her unconventional compositions, ability to fluidly move between several musical styles combined with a deeply present and unfettered performance energy makes for a powerful listening experience and have now become a part of her very distinct musical identity. She's played with a giant pile of people, including Pearl Jam, Roy, Futureman, Wooten, the Silk Road Ensemble members, and more. Her debut solo album Periphery came out in 2020 and was nominated for Best New Age Album in the Grammys. She'll be performing on Saturday in Northampton at the Academy of Music, where local hero Kimaya Diggs will open. Right now, she's here in studio, joined by Max ZT, Patrick Duke, and Dave Egger. You ready for a song? I'm ready for a song. I don't know why I'm asking. Hopefully, you're also ready for a song and you were prepared for that. Then let's hear one.
soon dries heartbroken nights color-coded memories filtered with gray familiar scent of memory from a time i can't seem to recognize here on the fabulous 413 for live music Friday playing at the Academy of Music at 8 o'clock on Saturday that was awesome thanks everybody um I don't know if I recognize dulcimer as a standard instrument that gets played in Indian classical music often there's a um there's an instrument called the santur, which mm-hmm. is the, uh, one of the earlier forms of the dulcimer. Mm-hmm. Um, likely a, uh, a Persian instrument originally, um, but um, you'll find it uh, all throughout the world. But the Indian form of the santur is, uh, is now become a mainstay in Indian <laughs> classical music. Very, very cool. And your start, Priya, was in Indian classical music and then became, well, moved through jazz and, and other forms. I do have a question about your album being classified as New Age. Do you feel like that was kind of a cop-out by the Grammys because they couldn't figure out where else to put it? I I think so. I mean, this conversation about genres always keeps coming up. Right. Um, And I think that that conversation, it's interesting that we're having it. Uh, We should keep having it and then finally just do away with it. But (laughs) that said, it's hard. I understand that it's hard because, you know, how do you market songs? How do you get people to understand what they're about to listen to? Um, But yes, I when when this was nominated for the for uh, for New Age, I I actually at the time very honestly didn't know what that meant. (laughs) So I had to look it up and then I realized, oh, it's like a catch all for. Um, you know, it's like, it's Indian classical, but we don't know where to put it, so let's put it here. <laughs> uh, nah, I mean, that's o- that's only partially true. Uh, the other part of, I think, 
what th- there's de- very specific definitions for how for all these categories and mm-hmm. uh, one of the definitions is also about um how it was recorded or the ambient sound in you know um that that went into the album so i think they found it best to put it there it's like a mood what is the new age of your mood for this album (laughs) that's so funny your play your uh percussionist patrick over here is playing two things that definitely look like fans and we'll post pictures of this on on our sheet i found these brooms in the closet over here and i was like oh they sound pretty good i mean you're right but (laughs) no they're just these um they're moroccan house brooms actually and they sound really beautiful and play them on here or on the floor and yeah that's so cool (laughs) in fact that's what was used on the album actually oh really Uh, most of it was just brooms on the floor (laughs) yeah yeah how do it's awesome when people find new sounds like that but uh not to bring up the patriarchy twice in one show because (laughs) we're about to but there is or at least in previous interviews, you've mentioned that there is this streak of patriarchy in classical Indian music. Did you feel that in the music that you write, um, in using some of the other genres that you've come to incorporate in your music, that it was a little bit freeing from that? Or do you stay within uh, classical Indian music in order to combat or or stand up against that? Oh, wow. Big, deep question. Um, <laughs> well, I would I would rephrase that question if you don't mind. Sure. It's I there's I don't think there's patriarchy in the in the Indian classical music. The music is just music. It's beautiful. It's profound. It's it's uh, expansive. It's infinite. In fact, Indian classical music to me personally is one of the most beautiful styles of music, which is why I've studied it for all my life and I continue to study it. The patriarchy is in how it's practiced, and it's not just in Indian classical music, to right. be honest, it's exactly the same in every style of music, in every style of the arts, in everything we do, it's everywhere. Um, I mean, we can have those conversations, again, those are large conversations <laughs> to have, but uh, I know that there is an awareness and I know that it can't always be the case because we're just losing out. If half the population, uh, is their voices aren't heard, What's going to happen? We're just losing lost out opportunity. on we're lost opportunity mm. for beautiful music, for beautiful thoughts, for um, f- for the ability for the rest of the world to enjoy and to um, experience what half the population is feeling. So, um, yeah, I mean, coming back to your question, it's not just the Indian classical music, and I've um, and the fact that I'm right here, mm. it also shows that it's possible to get through that. And it's not really, it's not the end all. So many incredible uh, women, female identified artists that I, you know, that I follow, I look up to. They've been breaking all these boundaries and it will continue to happen. Good. Yeah. I mean, it has to happen. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a really quick break and we'll come back and hear more music from Priya Darshini here on the Fabulous 413 on 885 NEPM. Welcome back to the Fabulous 413. I'm Khalees Smith and in studio with me right now performing on Saturday in Northampton at the Academy of Music at 8 o'clock, we have Priya Darshini alongside Maxi T, Patrick Duke, and Dave Egger. This is 
Is this your trio? I know that you had a trio. Have? Um, well, I, I've played in many different iterations, and it's it's kind of beautiful to also see that this music can go beyond uh, how it was intended to. Mm-hmm. And I've played it like as a trio, as a quartet, as a duo, five-piece bands, six-piece bands. Yeah. So uh, right now we're a quartet, and we're going to be playing as a quartet tomorrow. Awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you about collaborating with your husband. Um, is it hard or like, how do you find that balance when you're doing your projects versus doing his projects and your collaborations? There, and there are looks happening between the two of them right here. <laughs> so f- you want to finish the question? Sorry. Before uh, uh, we, no, just yeah. like how how do you find your collaborations working? in creating music between or if if there's a difference between when it's like your project or when it's his project that you're primarily working on yeah um you know it's a great question it was very sticky in the beginning and i think it was also sticky because not only was our relationship new we were just getting to know each other this was way before we were married uh, it was also a new musical relationship. And I think as all relationships go in the beginning, you're just learning a language, you're learning how to communicate. And this is, we're communicating as musicians, and then you're also communicating as as people, as partners, as friends. Uh, so many layers. It took us a while to get that language of communication right. And then, of course, you know, as things always happen, like as egos always get in the way, our egos were in the way. And like, you know, so it was a beautiful process, actually, to drop our walls, drop our egos and learn to just love, you know. And I think that's the language that we use with everybody Mm. as we're playing. It's the same. It's the same language that we have to use when we communicate and empathy and trust and trust and dropping walls. So. Um, yeah, it's it's been an amazing process. I actually love playing music with Max, and he I'm and outside of the fact that we're <laughs> he's he's my partner um, in life, I'm also deeply inspired by him. So yeah, it it really works out beautifully. And when we're on tour, we're able to sort of keep it professional. Some people come up to us and say. We saw y'all have a really deep connection on stage, but I had no idea you were married. <laughs> and I'm like, that's great because, you know, we're professionals. Right. <laughs> you know, we're, yeah. What do you think, Max? Yeah, I think it's like probably like most relationships where you have to build a certain level of trust, of uh, of care, and uh, of just recognizing that you can let go and somebody has your back. And uh, if they have an opinion, then it's just as valid as yours. And we're also... Studying Indian classical music, it's a form that's that's uh, one of the main goals of it, I would say, is to lose one's ego and get to a state of presentness so that you can improvise. Mm. And mm-hmm. so this philosophical component that we're both attracted to is what also you know brought us together. And so it would be kind of odd if we didn't practice that in our personal relationship and only focused on it in our musical relationship. Um, <laughs> that wouldn't be what I think any of us would be going for. Wonderful. Well, in the last few minutes that we have, let's hear another song from Priya (laughs) and her wonderful band. We've got um, Priya Darshini and Maxi T, Patrick Duke and Dave Egger, who will be at the Academy of Music on Saturday starting at 8. Opening up for them is local hero Kimaya Diggs. It will be a great time. And thanks again to Priya Darshini for coming on on the show. Thank you.